1: Through. I'm ready. It's a dangerous love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Shut now. Up. Only thing that's on my mind is who's going on this town tonight.
2: Before uh, sometime, Richard came from the ATS show. I got Coach B with me. What world? the Hawks as usual? Um... But I got a, a morning. I'm still in morning right now. My Kansas Jayhawks lost to VCU. I wasn't conflicted, VCU being from Virginia, because Kansas did play Richmond uh the game before that. Um, it's just it's just surprising. But you know, it's the March Madness, and that's why it's called it madness for a reason. I, I was more surprised than anything about the, how many people called me just to say, "Man, what happened?" Or not. Sorry, your team lost, man, or whatever that happened. They call you, ask you like you know what was that what happened while well, you was on. Yeah, the you know, you there, know, man. you know what, Coach. I was um, I, I was more bothered by what Kansas had. See, this is what happens when I get into the tournaments. When I get involved with the tournaments, I usually try to just stay out of them because I have no control over. You know, when you put yourself into it, it becomes more personal. See, this is what happened with me with this bracket. I look at the bracket where Kansas was, KU, University of Kansas, Rock Talk Jayhawks, and I, um, I got, I said, this is all laid out for these guys to win it, to like, to get in the final, final game. Um, now I'm taking not, not taking away any anything away from VCU because VCU played with great energy, man. Them guys, the way they played. They deserved a chance to win and they gave themselves a chance and they took momentum and Kansas never got it back. I know Kansas for the first two minutes was on a six, eight, oh run, but those guys settled down. They're like, well, these are just the other guys that play basketball like us. And they, from there, BCU just left them. And Kansas missed, they were two for 22 and free throws. They was, they had about 10, 15 turnovers. That's their problem. That's their fault. You you don't win games when you do stuff like that. VCU took advantage of it. So now since I'm mostly involved with this tournament now, I have to go with VCU. Oh, because to. they beat Kansas. Because they beat Kansas, and they also from Virginia. So I don't know who else i would go for. I like I like uh, what's my guy name from uh, in UConn. I like him, Kimball Walker. Kimble Walker, yeah, he's been balling. He's the best. I think he's the best player and athlete in the uh, game right now. The last teams.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be a good situation. I mean, you know, I think the VCU, they can win it because they have to play Butler and they can at least make the championship game because mm-hmm. they're going um, I think VCU has a little bit more um, athleticism than Butler. Right. Um, I think, v, you know, VCU is from the crib. My aunt just, uh, graduated from there, a couple of my family must graduate from there, so I have a, a little light allegiance to them. Um, I want to see them do well. It's always nice to have a, a smaller market team. Um like another Butler doing their thing in the in the tournament. Yeah, Butler's uh,
2: been here before. They was there last year, right? Yes, this is the first. This is a consecutive uh, Final Fours for them. Exactly, that, and that, that man that speaks volumes for the uh... program. Um, you, you got a small school like that, and, I, and we say small school in comparison to uh... Kansas, Kentucky basketball schools. But well, these guys, they go there and they play. They do get the best athletes wherever they get them from. A lot of guys can't play at uh Syracuse, at Duke, North Carolina. They can't play at the University of Kansas. They can't play at these schools, uh, because there's only so many scholarships allowed. Now you can bring guys in and them but you know now you're doing them a disservice if they're good enough to play somewhere. And that's why schools like Butler and that's why schools like VCU, uh Virginia Commonwealth University Rams, they got athletes, they got guys that overachieve. And they sit in the position right now to be national champs. And I would like to see VCU be national champs, man. That would do so much for that young coach. That would do so much for the the program, the school itself. Uh, That would do so much for recruiting, and and you know, you do a lot of recruiting yourself. But I would like to see a lot of schools like that when they in it, they in it to win it and get to that final game and get and take care of business. Exactly, and and that's the key. You know, you want to be able to help. You
0: know, what would that do for the um, for VCU? It'll put them over the top. Recruiting as far as next year is gonna help that young coach who's only been there for a few years. Um, help him put him in a position to be. He's put himself in a position to be successful. Oh, right um, those now kids, he's with him. Those kids um, like hang on every word he says, and that's what yeah.
2: you need to be successful as a coach. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I was more. I was more surprised at the situation that he just looked so calm, and he looked like he's supposed to be there. Uh, uh, as a the, the little, uh, Butler coach. They you look, look the like they supposed to Be in this fin- these final games, uh, and that's good, man. Because as your coach look like is he your coach looks comfortable, your players play with a with a different attitude. They play they don't play as tense, they don't play as stress in those ball games against big school. I watched that Kansas VCU game. And I look like the uh, I look at the Virginia guys, and I, you know what when it got to where Kansas couldn't take momentum, I started thinking. Well, I understand some of these guys are from Virginia. And, and I only say that not, not to be uh, brash or anything like that. I say that because I know how these guys are. You know how they are. You you from, from around the area.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but some of these guys, man, I say that because I said, well, they are from Virginia. They if they there, they supposed to be there. Exactly. And I, and I just know a lot of guys like that. Like I give I give you a great example real quick before you chime in. When I when I play ball and I just see guys on the um, on the field, man. We didn't, go, we didn't go up to each other and talk to each other before the game and did uh, say, oh, man, what's been going on? You know, we just nodded our head at each other because I knew what it took for him to get there. He knew what it took for me to get there and vice versa. But after the game, man, we, we, we talked it up. Exactly. So I, I knew that he was supposed to be on that field. I knew what it took for him to be on that field coming from where he's from. So uh, not that Virginia is a terrible, bad place. I just know the area. I know, And I, I know the, the uh, roadblocks is put in front of a lot of those guys.
0: Well, not only that, you know, you've got to understand something, too, that, you know, being from VA, you have a lot of people that, exactly, if that's from VA, who are successful in whatever um, sport they're playing in. Mm-hmm. And, all, you know, and they just understand what it takes to get there. Right, these kids in Virginia Union. Some of these guys were looked over by Virginia Tech. were looked over by UVA. were looked over by Maryland, and so forth, And some of these big ACC schools. All of a sudden, they go to v, v, VCU and they're balling a Division One AA A school.
2: Right, and, and that's and that's crazy. You hit the nail on the head, man. But that's why these guys can play. You look you look these guys over. You want to like, oh man, we had a chance to get him. Now he's in the Final Four. We We're sitting at home, not even in the NIT, or maybe we out in the first round of NIT. Uh, it's it's when you get when you get guys in your organization as far as management and stuff like that who does a great job. They can't play the game, but does a great job. to go out there to recruit these guys and look at these guys as opposed to getting this um this uh this internet uh, services where all you see is this guy's numbers from high school. But you never watch him play, so you never know if he fit in hit your scheme, offensively and defensively at your university. You just say, "Oh, he has 32 points. He's gonna help us. We'll make him a shooter." Yeah, but he's only going to shoot. I, I know, and you know the story also. AI when he went to Philly, he said, "You ain't bring, you didn't draft me to pass the ball," and and that was the whole thing for about two or three years. Where he just shot, shot, shot. Now he was a high, he led the team in scoring, but they wasn't winning all their games. He got older, more mature. Um, and they start winning games because yeah. he's going to get his numbers. But he's going got to get the rest of his team involved, and I think Jordan did a great job of that with getting his team involved because you're going to have to count on those guys at the end. So guys at VCU, man, they, they're in the right place uh, because they're supposed to be there.
0: Well, you know, what bothers me a little bit, to be completely honest with you, me, is the fact of a lot of people didn't take – I mean, they looked at Michael and looked at Michael with their tongues out, with their mouth open in awe but didn't look at, yeah, he may have scored 40 points, but someone beside him scored, and he, he had two or three other people in, tri- in double figures. Exactly. You know, and he was all, you know, he maybe not had the biggest assists. You know, he wasn't always, in, you know, running making double-doubles, but, you know, other people had double-doubles and assists because they were getting other people the ball. And you had to account for MJ. And that's the thing with VCU. There's certain guys on their team that you got to account for because they will right. they will go beyond the arc and shoot, and they will drive the ball. And that's what... What happened with Kansas is Kansas they figured that because it was a small school and because they're KU, Rock Chalk, Jayhawk, and they're the, the coup de gras, the the epitome of college basketball. Um that, that that this small school was supposed to bow down. Come on, this is a tournament. You wanna to die. Yeah, and, and you know, and and
2: you either step up and play now or you don't step up and play at all. Okay, good deal. That's um that that's right man, because I Kansas had a great game plan, they went away from it. You when you got selfish players and I I, I did notice one guy, I'm more as a tailor, I think, um when you got to work the inside game and you go away from it when it's been working, um, they they started the game off, you can see what KU game plan was, the inside game, get it down to the Morris brothers, um and it was working. But when you got guys that also want to shoot the outside jumper, when it's really not open or really not needed at the time um keep going to what you uh that works for you until they stop it just like you said time and time again with your team I'm running the same play until you stop it why do I have to change plays uh if you can't stop it until you stop running the same play to the right then I'm going to see if you can stop the same play to the left but Kansas had it it was working the inside game they went away from the guy started hitting the VCU came down started hitting points cuz it was 6-0 and the first fifty seconds, I think it was. First fifty seconds, mm-hmm. it was six oh and the momentum just looked like you, you would look at that game and say, Okay, Kansas got this one. V C U hit a, a jumper, then got inside, it was six five. From there they never Kansas never got momentum back. And they they got within two and I'm like, oh here they come now and then I turn around and they're C U back up by six. By six and then finish the game with ten. But you know what? A school like that and the recruitment you do as the players, uh, for the, as the coaches, you don't miss. You don't go two for twenty-two at the free throw line. It just you just don't do it. Uh, teams that uh, teams that win can hit those free throws in crunch minutes. Now there's pressure. Some guys are able to handle the pressure. Some not. There's pressure, but that's the pressure you want. That's what you think about and dream about. As a kid, man, that's mm-hmm. what you do. That's a kid. As you right want there. to be at the line with everything on the line, uh, with, with you, with yourself having a chance to win it. Who doesn't? Whatever athlete, which athlete in the world do not want that situation? I, w- I would want it every day of my life. Uh, win, lose, a draw, just so I have it. That mm-hmm. keeps you on edge, man. But you got a chance to, uh, you know, do the right thing. Eventually, you, those nerves go away, uh, and you're able to hit that shot with your eyes closed. You hit that exactly. shot like a Bo Kimballs with your left hand
0: you know it's just a simple fact of having any athlete when it's all said and done you know you want that final shot that final touch that final catch that final run you want to be you want that that weight on your shoulder to say I did it and and that's when you know it it, we all know it's a team sport and we all preach team I know I preach team as a coach and you preach team as a coach I mean you preach team as a player but as but that's probably the only individual accolade that anybody, that you would want as an individual is yeah. you know that you were clutch. That's the key, clutch. That's Mr. Key. Clutch is who Jerry Especially West. Especially in the team sport, you you're right. Exactly. You, you, you want to have that. You can have that word clutch behind your name, and that'll carry you for the rest of your life because that lets everybody know that when the st- when everything was stacked against you, you came through for your team and for your and for everybody around, for your city, for your team. And you came through, and everybody put that on your shoulders, and you took it, and you ran with it. That is the, one of the best
2: fields you can feel. More times than not, you either clutch or you choke, uh, exactly. and that's what. And you know what? That defines a whole lot of players. Uh, and, and you're right. You want that uh, attached to your name as an individual, but you got to understand you're still doing that team sport, and you, you brought a lot of you brought a lot of joy and justice uh, to what you brought to that team by hitting mm-hmm. those shots in the final seconds. I'll tell you what, man, we're going to take a break. We'll do this. We'll come back. We'll talk Steelhawks. I know you got something uh, going on with those guys uh, yeah. over there. We want to find out what's going on. I always want to talk about the Steel Steelhawks. So we'll take a break, and we'll come back in about two minutes. i of sports sometimes. Rich McKinnon from the ATL. We'll be back in about two minutes.
0: Welcome to Inside the Trenches, everyone, the interactive show that is sweeping across the nation here on Voice America Sports. Simply with your host, 12-year pro football veteran, yes, of course, the voice of America, Cal Trula. We're bringing it to you. today. starts at noon, and so does Inside the Trenches. 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, bringing you the ins and outs, letting you
1: know what's going on in and around sports, and also in and around your neck of the woods. So if you want to be on the show and you want to be a part of the show, simply go to InsideTheTrenches.com, and let's make this this thing happened for
0: you, the interactive show that is sweeping across the nation, inside the trenches, your show.
1: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports.
2: Arms. Hey, welcome back to the Farm Sports, Sometimes Rich with Ken from the ATL. As we was off the air, I think Cam gonna join us in a minute. But we were off the air, and we were talking about what Cam do. Uh, the first 15 minutes of the show when he's not on. Yeah. One the- report was is he's under the table, his boss <laughs> sitting at his desk. <laughs> at his boss's desk, not his desk. Not at his desk. He's at the bar, Or he's sitting on the boss having a hand to hand conversation. He's sitting on boss. the boss's lap, chit chat, hand to hand too. Yeah, I ain't messing with that one. Leave that one well, Kenna called in and he can tell us what he's doing. Um but we were talking about the uh March Madness and madness is what it is. I'm sitting in the morning. You know what I'm having for breakfast? What do you have right now, though? you can guess. I bet you can guess. Oh, uh, you probably got that Abicare Berry Crunch. I know that's what I had. Uh uh-uh, think think street. <laughs> think what? Think street. Craziness. Think something crazy. You probably have a oh, what you have for breakfast? I'm trying to think. I'm having a Crown Royal <laughs> and I didn't have any mixes, so I'm, I'm doing some uh, ginger ale. Hey, Mark, and ginger. Hey, man! It's ten o'clock and ten twenty in the morning. Don't worry about that, man.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm putting bins down the street. I apologize. What, what I tell you? Too much. Too much. Before
2: what we came business business on air, man. You know, what's funny. You know, some places you, huh? you, know, you want to go. I mean, you have to be, but you don't want to be there, and you have to be there every day. You know, there's some places like that almost yes, every day. There is. There's a few I'm in certain like places that. like that, man. Right now in my life. That right, that right there, in my life.
1: And normally, uh, I this, know you. This, I've
2: been known you for twenty some yeah. years,
0: and uh, you pretty much speak on what it is you need to speak on, bro. So, I so know, man. Bad.
1: But
2: you know what, man? man? Enough is enough, man. I'm tired, man. I'm tired for real. Hey, call oh, us up Ken from the AT&T eight 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 three Call in if you want to join the show. Uh, Ken probably doing the fan page. Uh, Before we go on the on on, on the Steel
0: Hawks, I got a, I got something to ask you a question about. What yeah. is up with the Celtics?
2: Man, you know what? They the Celtics right now are sitting 51 and 22, 2 games behind the Bulls who was in third place last week when we talked. The Bulls exactly. are three in 20. Um Oh, their uh so Celtics remaining opponents is 5.13. Uh they got a chance to do some things, but the but the uh, Chicago Bulls are looking pretty good. They did lose last night, which was uh which was an upset. Well, the Celtics MVP, lost two. Uh, Derek Rose. The Celtics, they lost two. 100-107. that the trade, places. man. They've, they've been falling off. I don't know how you do that. Tra- I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you get rid of a guy like that uh, when you need a big man in the paint come that time. Shaq hasn't played yet, has he? No, he's probably back in a couple of weeks. But, I mean, granted, they're a veteran team.
0: So, in the, I
2: mean, they'll probably to the conference finals. Let me tell you this, and you know this: a veteran team gets you to the playoffs, but young legs win those games. True that. Young, true, that, true legs that. win those games. If that makes sense.
0: True, true, true.
2: Yeah, that veteran team will get you to the playoffs. Now, I, now, shoot, I tell you, last year, man, every game, the Lakers and Celtics, every game, I had something at my house. I want to do it at the game, but the game's got to be good. Yeah. Um, unless it's heat. You know what the will be? Good so know, the dollars because the fun three teams in the East that's going to make it good. But then uh you asked me about the Celtics, they falling off at the wrong time. Uh Doc Rivers, uh the only the only excitement about him he and his team is his son in the Slam Dunk contest. That's the only excitement about that's going on with that. Uh as far as the Celtics, man, these guys they falling off the wrong time. Maybe they rested themselves, but you don't want to take that that uh, that subpar momentum into the, into playoffs. the playoffs. No, when, not when you got uh, not when you got the uh, Chicago Bulls, who I like a lot. I, mean, I said this earlier. Maybe we can rewind the tape and play some some little cuts and stuff. Me talking about the Chicago Bulls. You got Orlando Magic. They, I mean, they still they still the, the Orlando Magic's. Uh, I think the Celtics have enough firepower to overcome them in a the 4-7 game uh, stretch. Uh, you also have uh Miami Heat. You got in this order Chicago Bulls, Boston Celtics, uh Miami Heat, uh who who's at that fourth spot? Who's at the, the fourth spot really don't matter. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just i at the top three. I'm
0: talking about the fluctuation of the top 3. Chicago, Boston, and Miami. Which Miami was in the fifth position like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even nowhere near the top three. Boston was number one. Chicago was in second third, or tied for third,
1: or whatever the situation may be.
0: All of a sudden the Celtics are losing this. They're going just losing these, these these games they should be winning. And being blown out here and there, up four points in the fourth quarter and lose a game, that doesn't make sense to me against the Pacers. Seriously. Yeah,
2: yeah, against the Pacers. That, uh, that's unachieving at its best, man. It's, it's crazy um, that a team like that will want to take their momentum. Like, okay, one well shot come back. That's fine. Shaq, uh, what do you got, Shaq five championships. He, he knows how to play the game. True. He's older, uh, craftier, wiser, smarter. But you have to run it up and down the court. And then I'm taking you out in the final minutes when I need free throw. If I got to foul you, I'd rather lose what you making than trying to make a shot at the free throw line, uh, than putting one of those guys who do does it for. Uh, Let me for a like a better word a living. Now Shaq right. does it for a living, but he's no good at it. Guys that can hit those shots. So um, the Celtics don't regain his momentum with what is it ten nine games left. Yep. they don't regain some type of momentum. Then they will be in a lot of seven-game series uh, for no reason. Because with their, with their be, age. They don't need to be in a seven-game series at all. Truly. Really, where teams will be four and five, maybe six, with, with more time to rest, and then got to face the Celtics. Uh, I mean, I like their chances in that situation. So do I. Celtics so are a little older. I'm
0: not, you know, not knocking age here, but age you know, and then, you know, wisdom sometimes can get you through. But now when you've got these teams that are running and gunning, I mean, right. Miami is a young team. They're a very young team, and they like to run. If they get in a situation where they have to play themselves in the conference finals, I'm putting Miami I'll in I'm out the gym, huh? They gonna run those guys out the gym. They are gonna run right out of the gym because they like to run and they got yeah. some young legs. So you know, it's it's you gonna have to bring your A game now. Is the time to bring it, not um, two weeks from now, three
2: weeks from now. Now is the time to bring it. Right. All right, man. Look, <clears throat> we both agree on that. you you got to take some type of momentum in there. But I want I want you a coach. Uh, you you deal with a lot of. A lot of different, um, what word I'm looking for? Uh, characters and different uh, individuals. Uh, yeah. Come on, now, help me out. You're usually on top of this. Yeah, no, I'm do, I do a lot of personalities. Personalities. You oh. do a lot of personalities and egos. Ego, probably was the word I was looking for? Oh. Um, okay. You know, uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of blessed, you know, and to be completely honest, I
0: had, you know, I had to tell these guys when I signed them to their contract, leave your egos at, at home. Don't bring your egos here. Yeah,
2: and definitely not interrupt the team concept. But what we're trying to do,
0: right? And but you man, know, man, everybody that's... to be to be blessed. Everybody's bought into that. You know, again, you look at our three games we played. You know, we're one and two. We're one and two in the division. We have uh-huh. a big division game this week. We win this game. We're two and two and, and tied for first, we're probably number one in our division because we would be two and two have the best winning record in the division. And winning the division for me is is the paramount. The, the Kui Gruff for me right now is that'd the be
2: great, man. Your first, your first year uh, in that league, uh, exactly. man. You win the division and whatever happened after that, Zeisen on the cake, you got something to build on.
0: Exactly. So the thing is, is that all these guys bought into the fact of you know one team, one goal, um, yeah. being you know putting the team first before above everything else, other than family and responsibilities. Um, you know, I asked everybody to give you four hours a day. Twenty-eight hours a week. You got one hundred sixty-eight hours in a week. All you're giving me is twenty-four hours a day, twenty-four hours a day, twenty-eight
2: hours a week. So you got one hundred
0: forty hours to do whatever you want to do.
2: I see you all into them numbers, but you make it make sense. You see, that's the difference. That's the crazy part about statistics and stats, man. Um, not and stats is the same thing. You can make them do whatever you want to, and make people believe whatever you have to. But that is a great way to do it, and it is a tr- and it's true. You exactly. can make stats lie, and you can make them tell the truth. But it exactly. is. Give me 28 hours, and you got the rest. This is what you have. Let me have this, and come when I get, when I got this. Understand it's mine. Let me go do what I have to do to get you guys better. Exactly. I like, how, I like your pro. You might be good at the.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to be. What you got to do? You got to give them something to shoot for too. Also, you got to make them accountable for something. You can't just say come to practice and business. You got to say, well, look, 28 hours a week is what I need from you. Mm-hmm. I got 28 hours a week. You got, you know, 15 hours of practice, pretty much. You got three hours a game. That's eighteen hours, and the other ten hours you're putting it in the gym and you're watching film. You know, right. and that, that also that ten hours is extra because then you have other ten hours. That fifteen you only really practicing two and a half, two days or three days a week. You got you know two and a half to five, so you got about eight hours of practice during the week. Maybe eight to ten hours of actual practice during the week, putting it in, strapping it up, helmet to helmet, doing your thing. So you got that other five or uh, twelve, thirteen hours you put in watching film hitting the gym, going to the pool, you know, sitting there as you're driving, thinking about picturing the game and doing everything you need to do to put yourself in a situation and be, be successful. Mm-hmm. I told the guys, I'm not going to get beat. No one's going to outcoach me. When it comes down to it, like I got to say, I will run the same play over and over and over until you stop it, and then I'll run the same play with a different formation
2: and have the same outcome. You know what? You, do you take into account... Because I, I do. I do right now today. I take into account where people are from. I don't trust anybody from California at all. But do you take into account where what you are? I that. Uh, well, I knew you was on hold. Uh I told most connect you, but I didn't want to interrupt Coach because Coach making a valid statement. You come in here being all rude. We got Ken from the ATL. Well, that's always. Show? That's how you do down out there. I don't trust nobody from the ATL. <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: you're you don't your trust nobody California jokes. I don't oh, like, yeah, I don't trust anybody. But
2: Ken, you, you may be different. Because I can trust you. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. Wanna... What, you and your you and your boss don't that table, but I'll leave that alone. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, you that one little quickie. You got, you 15 minutes too long. You was 15 <laughs> minutes too
0: long. Hey, but the, like you said, you don't, I mean, for me, I trust everybody for no matter where they're from when it comes to football. Because again, when it's all said and done, you know, you learn football at six years old, five and six years old, and we're a little bit different. We learned at qualm. We were actually playing at six and seven years old, hitting.
2: Right. And now we got better football. Exactly. So and not knowing better, we we didn't have any conscious of concussions or anything like that. Nobody ever told us that. it wasn't even an issue. It was football. You got to go hit the man in front of you. Exactly. Don't let him hit so, the man behind you. Right.
0: What I do is just say everybody's taught the fundamentals the same way. I don't care what you taught in. In the United States of America, you're taught the fundamentals right. of football. So I take that in consideration with these guys because I try to keep it as basic as possible. I'm not a flamboyant person when it comes to, to plays and running stuff. I don't do a whole lot of trick plays. I'm balls to the wall, ground you out football, and I'm a punch in your mouth. And that's just the bottom line. That's how we, were, that's how we do it in V.A.,
2: that's what I understand, man. That's why I ask you, if you're taking account where you're from, a lot of these guys are from, and that's the only reason why I say, I've dealt with a lot of California guys. Now, Ken, I, he's an exception. There's a, there's a handful of exceptions of the California guys I, I know. But you know what? I think their parents were somewhere else because they was taught something different. I, I, honestly, really don't trust California guys. I don't, I don't, guys, I just, I don't trust them. I don't trust anybody. Really, but California guys, you know, outside of you guys, but California, them guys from California, people from California, Mm -mm. watch out. Yeah, they play. I I don't know what it is. Maybe I had a bad run in or something like that. But I don't know what it is, man. And and that's why I ask you: Do you take into account from where you're from and how you approach these guys and coach these guys? uh, Because a lot of them from somewhere else. They like to skate through. A certain situation, thing is gonna be all right on game day. When it's not, you have to practice how you gonna play, and that way, when it shows up on on game day on Saturdays, it's easy. You make this thing look easy from all the hard work you put in uh, the week before. Man, you does you just you speaking to the crowd?
0: We know that, but that's how we were raised. These young ki- young kids don't know that. And when you get into a situation, when you go to a, sc- a college, when you go to a high school and a college you have coaches that have been there for a while, the problem is 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 these, I know it's a business, and don't get me wrong, Every when it comes to college, it's a business. And now it's seeping down, seeping down to the high school area, I'm sure King can tell you down in Atlanta, um, that it's a business. But you got to have some kind of um, consistency in the school or in the program in order to build it to where you need to build it to. You can't uh-huh. keep changing stuff up, and, and, and media has a big to do with it because as soon as, um, you know, like right now, they're mad at bills well, is it Bill Self's fault that they lost the game on on sun on Saturday, Sunday? You it's know what's fault that they lost the that game? So let's fire him. Game. Because he can't. I don't want to hear that
2: mess. It's one and done. I'm still. I'm drinking Crown Crown Royal early in the morning. It's it's nine thirty three out here in Arizona. I'm drinking Crown Royal because I'm still in the morning. I got on, I'm dressed in black with shades on. All right, nice cue. Up it's early
0: like, in the morning, dressed in black. Don't ask uh, me why. Oh yeah,
2: up early in the morning, dressed in black. Down with the shirt and tie. Oh, Y'all ain't, you know, y'all understand what it lost me. See, I blame Ken. Cause Ken got us involved with all this March Madness, get putting up, uh, fan That's Ken's fault. And all that stuff got me into something that I just want to watch. And then I'm, 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 mostly involved cause my school is in it. So I blame Ken for this. And then I'm drinking Crown in the morning, uh, <laughs> 9.33. I got a business meeting to go to, uh, at 11.
3: Wait a minute. You, you mean you drinking and driving? You admitting? Now, I'm not driving.
2: I'm 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 at, at the uh us, you know at the home office
3: now, <laughs> if you will.
2: <laughs> I'm at the home office. Now, do we got a minute with Ken today at some point? We got a minute. Do you got anything to talk about. I talked about your today. uh
3: Tampa Bay Rays last week. We got a we got a good minute with Ken today. Do we really yeah. got to talk about it or listen to you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Well, let me. Um, you got anything to chime in on what the uh, coach was saying, Ken? Because if not, I'm gonna go to. Uh, yeah, you know else. what?
3: I mean, you know, he, he really does got a point there. Um, uh, you know, one of the downfalls about football players from California is uh, they're, you know, they're too flashy. I mean, it's Hollywood. People want to be in front of the camera, and and then you got schools like USC, and all you see on the sideline is Hollywood actors and rappers and and uh, other athletes from other sports. I mean, people feed into that, and that's the the lifestyle. That California football players feed into. And and, and and unfortunately, like you see with Matt Liner, when they get to the next level, they still think that that's the life that they're living in. It's a reality check when they get in there and start playing real football with real players who didn't experience that.
2: You know what? You're right. When you get around some guys that are just as good as you, uh, then you got to realize, i got to revamp my game. All you had to do was the right thing at the right time when you had the chance to do it. Uh, now, California guys, they ball. Now, Here's what the deal was when I was growing up, and both you guys can test this being from where you're from. When we, I was growing up, I heard, okay, them boys from Florida, it's fast, but if you want somebody to block for you, you go to Nebraska. If you want some skilled guys, you can go down, uh, you get some guys from Texas and California.
0: hmm Exactly. If
2: you want they a quarterback, really, you gotta go to Pennsylvania. They really say, yeah, in Pennsylvania. They really said um, they really say Virginia, but if you look in the league on every team, there's somebody from Virginia, not just Virginia. And, 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 probably, uh, more so, uh, Rich job, but there are guys from my neighborhood on somebody's team in, from Virginia, which is crazy, but you wouldn't talk about it. And what, what one of the greatest compliments I ever got was, uh, um, when somebody asked me "Was I was from, it was a couple coaches, um, say, where are you from? I'm, I, I said Newport News, Virginia. They say, oh man, you from Toward. Y'all breed, uh, superstars out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and that was a compliment, but at the same time, when he said that, when they said that, I'm thinking, yeah, we get in the league, but we don't know how to stay in the league. We get paid, but we don't know how to keep that money we got. Uh, mm-hmm. so when we talk about all those players and all those where they from, uh, like California, there's, there's athletes. You've got to have that wake up call. If you want to get certain athletes, you go to the certain places to get those. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's where a great recruiter comes into play. Mm-hmm. Coach and I was talking about this, uh, earlier. As far as don't just look at the numbers and never go see the player don't just look at the the uh email the world wide web look at his stats and, and never go see him because you never know if he really fits your team mm-hmm. but when you go look at these guys, you see, oh this guy fits perfect in our team oh he's good, mm-hmm. but just not good enough for us he mm-hmm. he's not good for our team we we want to do a certain thing we want to work this we want to we run this offense we want to play this defense and he's just an offensive guy mm-hmm. you think a lot of guys that put up 35 points, can play defense, there's not a lot of those guys out there.
0: Mm-hmm. No, sure ain't.
2: Not, not at all. a lot of those guys there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I understand exactly what both of you guys are saying, where you're coming from. Yeah.
3: Uh, and, I had a, and I had the fortune to, to experience both sides at an early age, you know, coming out of high school, uh, you know, growing up in California, playing the California football system, and then, Right after that, uh, you know, I was actually in that area as well, in Norfolk, Newport News, Tidewater, uh, area, you know, going down there to Norfolk State, watching these boys play, going over Norfolk, to Hampton. What did you say, Norfolk State? Norfolk State, I used to go to Norfolk State. Man, uh, I, I, I used to hang I used to be all over the place. I used to live right on Newtown and Baker. Newtown and Baker,
2: huh? You was way out in, uh, up in the neighborhood. Exactly. But you know what? <laughs> Go ahead, Ken. I'll just finish because Nova yeah. State, yeah. But you the, know, it was the, a big line down there. How,
3: how, how uh, football players in that area were raised. They weren't raised with Silver Spoon in their mouths. So they had much more to be appreciated of when they got to the next level because they had to work for what they got. And the California football system, is pretty much they already had a silver spoon on their mouth. They already know that they're going to be going to USC, UCLA. They're going to be uh, you know flashy. They're going to be in front of the cameras. You're going to be the stars. I mean, it was just it's, it's a different. Well, just understand something it's a too, and and there, is my uh, witness that area versus California.
0: This is you yeah, understand this too, guys. It's the fact of. Cal- football in California has always been a business from the high school level, that Midwestern and that West Coast. In Virginia and the East Coast, it was a situation where you had to fight every day. we on the, we on the streets playing football. We're we playing on dirt fields in high school. We're doing everything we need to do to get to that next level because we didn't want to be stuck in the communities and the area that we were, we were in. Out in California, you had the, the boosters that were taking care of the high schools, taking care of the players. Um, having all the latest gear and the Nikes and the Reeboks and all that stuff. Out here you didn't have that when we were growing up. You know, you were lucky you were wearing um land sharks by Nike when they first came out. Remember those fun?
2: <laughs> I, mean, I was you, uh, I was like man when I came to the league. Well now, I'm also when I went to college. But but you're right Rich, uh and I, I agree with Ken too. These guys these guys is already they already some of the best athletes in the country uh At the time, and these guys are in high school they've been uh, they've been sought out after major colleges for millions of dollars and not understand what they're part of the millions of dollars they're involved in. They don't understand okay, you get an education that's fine, but you generate millions of dollars you're not gonna make uh, you may not make millions of dollars in your lifetime um and and that's a whole nother subject and topic we can talk about, and you guys would be good at that as far as a lot of these kids come out of school. And the kid, and they say, "Well, you got your education, got your degree, two different things. Uh, we got our money worth, and you got your money's worth." No, the athletes generate more money than the school puts out. Okay, mm-hmm. you can say you went to Notre Dame, or you still may be an auto work engineer, um, but when you go to these schools and generate that much money, this is the California way. They, these guys know uh they some of the top athletes in the world. These guys in Florida know they some of the top athletes in the world. But everybody else don't know that. Uh when I came out and like Rich was saying, when I came out, I'm thinking I was going to the uh, I was in Air Force RTC for four years in high school. I was doing a medical program for two years of those uh four years. I'm thinking I'm going to my whole was go be a military doctor. Hey, that, well, was, uh, that we both We're talking about going to Air Force Academy. Yeah. We recruited by the Air Force Academy. Air Force account. That's exactly what it was. Air Force. I was going to Air Force, be a military doctor. Then these dumb scouts came in told, and made me dumber than they were. Told me, "Oh yeah, you can play football next level." I'm starting thinking, mm, football <laughs> the next level, NFL. I said, okay. So I started going out there, doing training, doing all the stuff. Football came easy to us. Where we from? Football came easy. Where you from, Ken? Football. Was, you know, you watch these guys. It came easy. So. It wasn't like I thought I was doing anything special. I was doing what I was supposed to do. I was keeping up with everybody else. I could have surpassed them, but it was easy. Football is easy, man. We play every day. We every day of the summer, every day of the weekend. We got. We played in the wintertime. We put socks on our hands as gloves. We put everything on our body. We got in our closet and we go out there and play football. And we. On Lights came on, and the lights came on. We had to get out of there man it, it was easy, man, but these guys don't know how much money they generate. these guys don't know what what part they play in these university except for winter conditioning, spring ball game day exactly day so it, it's, I understand where both of you guys are coming from um when you talk about what these kids are doing for the university and where they from can can both of you guys make valid points where California, yeah, this is business man we let we we the best athletes in the world we some of the best athletes in the world. Um we talking about going to USC. They ain't trying to lead the state. No. You, don't have to boy, you state know what? in California and you going to to school.
0: The key is is that USC, UCLA, Stanford, Cal- they have a clue. There's schools on the East Coast who still to this day don't have a clue. How you let people leave your backyard to go play elsewhere that are all met caliber players? Doesn't make sense to me. I remember coming out in high school. Kwame, answer this question. Did you get recruited by Maryland? Not in uh, high school.
2: Huh? I got, no, not a, coming Thank out you. of high school, not Maryland. Thank you. You're four hours away from Maryland. Four hours. They, they didn't see me. They didn't by,
0: see you get what recruited I was by, doing? by five other division, top 25 schools, like myself, and I come out of high school, but yet you still, Maryland don't even pick up the phone and call you. And for me, I'm 45 minutes from Maryland.
1: They do not have a clue
0: they'd rather go to Pennsylvania and pick up a kid from Pennsylvania than to get a kid in their own backyard all the All the athletes come out of washington d c all of them football players, all men
2: yeah. Maryland don't even
0: at one point Maryland wouldn't even look at those guys
2: and that, and that's Maryland's fault Maryland think you got to go somewhere to get the athletes and we were talking about how many athletes we had in, this, in that area alone the Tidewater, or the northern Virginia area or d c man. They was going somewhere to get athletes. They understand you can recruit here and you can put put position yourself to get better recruits next year because the guy from your high school came to Maryland. That's where you want to go to. Exactly. We're winning now. We got better athletes. It's not only it's that fun. you
0: win across the board because now you're selling out because you got local athletes. People can recognize and
2: people can fam- they they know names. Well see, can and them boys in California they got it down. They they know the uh they, do it they right. got the uh the uh, the menu. They got the recipe of uh, keep these guys in state. I think Jim Trussell has that recipe also. Yes. Although he's in some trouble now. But keep these guys in state uh we'll win we'll win football game We'll play for national championships.
3: Mm-hmm. So, you yeah, gotta remember the high school football uh teams there in California, they're already acclimated to playing in a a West Coast pro uh, football style offense, so why would you want to go somewhere else where you're not going to play in the offense that you're used to in high school like the SEC or the Big Ten, go play there, where you could just stay right there at home, play the same type of offense you played in high school at USC, UCLA, Stanford, uh, Cal, and be in the same system, be there with your boys, be close to home, you don't got to go nowhere, and still be at a major program that recruits well, and, and, and put their players in the NFL. USC has put more NFL first round picks <clears> in the NFL than any college football team in history. So, yeah, why not That's the, that's,
2: that's the re- right recipe. Keep them boys at home. You know what? At USC, we're going to take a break. we got to take a break. I was going to go through the break, but we went through the uh, second break. Um, we're going to take a break. But look at here. Keep them boys at home. And these guys will win the national championship. Fifth place. Look, I, you know what? I'll talk about it when I come back. I'm going to the sports sometime, Rich. we glad to have Ken from the ATL. He's done with his balls. We'll be back in two minutes.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice of America Sports. the The Voice America Sports Channel.
0: p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel.
1: Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America
3: Sports.
2: Music. Bars. Welcome back to the show. This sometimes Rich with Ken from the ATL. Well, you know, Rich been consistent. I'm gonna have to start saying all the time, Rich. Sometimes Ken from the ATL. <laughs> <laughs> Ken been busy, man. I understand you guys. I understand what you guys are doing. Uh, I appreciate you guys always on the show. Really, uh, it makes the show fun, man. But I wish you guys were in Arizona so we can do the thing. Look at here, we got a minute with Cam, But I, you know what? We want to go remember to Cam, or you want? I need to talk about this clown, man, from Kansas, man. He had the world in his hands from day one. But let's go with a minute with Cam first. I might get into him. He's not worth talking about, as
3: yeah, I want to go into the Minute With Can real quick, just to briefly touch on uh, a, a guy that we had on a Minute With Can once before, a uh, guy out of Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Aikeb Talib, cornerback I'm sorry. Now last time we talked about him, he was on my Do You Know Who I Am list. Mm-hmm. But now it seems like this guy has has put himself back into the news again, gets into the altercation, and he fires a uh, allegedly fires a weapon at his, uh, I guess his, uh, sister's boyfriend or something like that, but it's some type of domestic dispute. Now, you are an NFL football player knowing all eyes are on you, knowing you've already been in trouble already with the NFL already, knowing that Roger Goodell has already placed you under his watch list, which means what? a year of suspension. Suspension. You go to jail. You mustn't learn anything from Michael Vick's situation, Plexigo situation, or even Dante Starworth Coach Rich uh situation. Okay? You you're going to be the poster child for how to stay in trouble in the NFL, never play again, never make no more money, and you're one of the best talented cornerbacks in the NFL. But that's and not young. going to happen because you want to continue being a knucklehead in the streets that you came from. Like we just talked about earlier, it's about where you come from, how you raise. When you get to the NFL, a level where most players wish and dream of being someday, just to play in your shoes, you get there and you screw it up. I staying in trouble, acting like you still live in the streets. You're one of the homeboys from the hood, still firing weapons, doing things you ain't supposed to be doing. You know what? Take your butt back to camp. Get with Deion Sanders or somebody and or, or Rondae Barber and oh, learn molester. how to keep your nose out of trouble and play the game that you made it, you love. Most people just wish they'd be there. I'm out.
2: You know what, man? That was a great minute with Ken because that was one of the things uh, Rich and I was going to talk about earlier. But we, we, you know, we, you know, how our show go. We, 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 we get it going. We go uh, again. Great minute with Ken. I was going to talk about Aki Talib You know, University of Kansas. When the guy came out, man, he 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 told on himself saying he smoked marijuana. <clears throat> if you smoke marijuana, fine. Okay, whatever. That's your thing. Uh, so you took yourself out of the first five picks, and then you go into the. 15th, 10th through the 15th pick, uh, which is a, uh, a, a small amount of money where you just lost. Um, you've got to the a pinnacle of your sport. See, with these guys, and I say 50% of the NFL, most of these guys are idiots. 20% of those guys are just stupid and dumb. And this is not no allegedly. This is just real fact. You can read the articles every day. It's somebody from the NFL doing something stupid that a guy already got in trouble with. Now, you already got the blueprint. This guy's been in trouble. Michael vick been in trouble. He's blessed enough to come back and be in the, the situation is Now, the, whatever the trouble is, Star Wars, whatever the trouble is, it is trouble the NFL don't tolerate it, so you know there's going to be some consequences and repercussions to what you just did. You talking about your, um, what was it, he's allegedly firing gunshots at his brother-in-law in Texas. You've reached the pinnacle of your sport. Stay out of trouble. They think this the end all to be all for the – uh or be able to all the end off for their um career. You got to live life after that. Even if you still got seven, seven million in the bank after you're done with football, you still got to learn how to live with seven. Million. Live on that
0: seven million, and there's a
2: lot of people out here who have more than that who can't live. Yeah, you got to live on that seven million um uh, when you done with football. Cause now football is not the one that's disciplining. It's now like what you're getting in trouble now with the uh the justice, the laws, the streets, the police department. They gonna deal with you only. All your name is going to come up in the sports phase is former NFL player, um, Akeem Talib, you know, did this, did that. You got to learn how to live now. Now there's a lot of programs out there, Um, I won't say a lot. There's some programs out there you can get it done. But here's the best one. Experience and, and, and observing. If you're observing what's going on in the National Football League with guys getting in trouble and they, and it's, and it's messing up their career, it's taking away millions of dollars from these guys, and you go do the same thing, I don't have any sympathy for him. Now, he's a, a former alumni of the University of Kansas, uh, again, that he took himself out of the top five, six picks, went to the 10 to 11, 10 to 15, somewhere in that round. Um, I don't have any sympathy for you. Now college students to get in trouble, I do, because they've been pampered all the way up to college and then they get into a huge business coming out of high school. They have no idea what business they are uh getting into in college. They just want to play the uh chosen sport. They get into a huge business. I got some toleration for that, but not for a second time. You can mess up twice once in college. And I'm and depending on what it is, I may have some sympathy for you. Because the program and the university should have did they do justice on that, uh diligence on that. And finding out who they was recruiting and and bringing to their program, Mm.
3: and a guy who's
2: always been pampered and pampered and pampered all his life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Going to college, he messed up. I understand. He don't know how to handle life situation. A guy that gets in the NFL, you're a grown man. You've got to start taking care of yourself now. You watch these guys in the NFL get in trouble, but you go and do the same thing.
3: Yeah, and Kwame, this is a cornerback. You're not a wide receiver or a quarterback with skills like Pletico or Michael Vick that can come back and uh, get back into the NFL after a year or two of jail or prison time. If this guy goes, he's not going to come back the same. And already, already the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are thinking cornerback in the draft this year already. Right. That's the position that he put himself to. If he goes away and gets locked up for six months to a year and he tries to come back next season, he's not going to be the same. Take a look at Pac-Man Jones, who sat out of football for a year. He's never been the same, and he was one of the, probably the fastest, one of the best cornerbacks, cover man, when he first started out uh, in the NFL. And he was never the same.
2: No, and he you know, know what? He, he just no lost himself. Anyway, no. He lost himself two years because, it, you, like you said, now they're thinking about a cornerback as the, as to where they wasn't even thinking about drafting the corner. Maybe we get one in late, and we might get a diamond in the rough. But we weren't thinking about a guy that we want to come in and play right now because uh... all reports I'm reading right now um, is to get rid of this guy, let him be somebody else's headache. Uh, you know, a pair of uh, a pair of chapel Bay uh, columnists said Tuesday. Uh, released this guy. His latest incidents, was involved with the police, uh, he's a person of interest, allegedly fired gunshot his brother in law decision where, on whether Tali could be charged later on this week. Now. One of them, Ricky Brown? Ricky, oh yeah, yeah, I mean, you That's he, my he, cousin. He's he, a columnist uh, down there in Tampa Bay. No, no, no. I, I, the one I'm reading was, um, oh. i tell you, um, Greg uh, Rosenthal wrote the column but it, you know there's was a lot of uh, Gary Shelton of St. Petersburg Times. Okay. He, well, he took a more reasoned approach uh to the situation but untimely came to the conclusion that the next time something is fired it ought to be Talib. Next time something is fired, you know, he shoot allegedly shooting a gun, next time something is fired it should be Talib. Why would you want this headache uh to ruin the chemistry of your team? Is what this what we talk about on the show. All the time, man. And, and I know Rich, you be going at it, cause we, me, you and Ken, and might have had somebody else on the show, uh, the boy played from ASU. We argued about this, uh, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. the character guys and giving guys a chance. If you get in trouble, you're not day on day off your team. It, enough is enough. Why wait for him to destroy your team? If he wanted, if he's willing to destroy himself, and you try to give him some help, why wait for him to destroy your team? Exactly. I mean, you are po- postponing it. You postponing the inevitable. Yeah, well, you know what? That was a great minute with Ken. Let me get you guys real quick because we got two and a half minutes, maybe three, on the, uh, downfall of the injuries. Uh, we, you know, we talked about Celtics. Uh, Ken, you didn't get to talk about Celtics, but the momentum of these guys are taking this thing in. Also, or we can go to Ultra Cinco. How seriously are you taking this guy playing soccer?
3: Uh Not very serious, so we can get back to the NBA. What's up with the Bulls <laughs> taking over number one in the East over the Boston Celtics? Well, and if you would have been here early in the show, <laughs> you would have had a comment on that. You tell
2: your boss, sis. <laughs>
3: <No. Yes. laughs> Now look at this. Uh, you got these professional major league soccer players been playing this sport. Now, y'all just talked about playing football since you were six. These guys been playing soccer since they were the same age, and all of a sudden now you want to go play uh, professional soccer because there, there might be a, uh, a lockout this year in football. When's the last time you actually played uh, some type of competitive level soccer? Probably about Saco? 15 years ago. Probably, probably maybe. maybe. A joke. But you gotta understand something. You know, when like, you were a receiver. You want to play for the Sox after then playing for the Bulls basketball his his whole life and look what happened. All right, well Ken, look here. You got the, you got a
2: minute. You got the mic. Uh, so go ahead and uh, let's talk basketball. Then um, I don't take it too much serious though, but I think he's just it's, it's media stuff. He liked to be in the media. Uh, terrible season last year. Um, so you got to be find another way to get into the media. Uh, we got about a minute and a half. So go go Ken. Celtics falling off. Chicago Bulls on top. Spurs getting all these injuries late in the wrong season. Lakers, you know, Lakers going to catch. Them. No, they're not, but go ahead. They're going
3: to catch them. They're on a four-game losing streak the San Antonio Spurs, and guess what? They're going to be without Tim Duncan and Ginobili for another week. Guess what? Lakers got, got a chance to catch
2: them. Well, they got a chance. They've always had a chance. The Lakers are who they are. They still got Kobe. Anytime you got Kobe on your team, you got a chance to do a lot yeah. of great things on that team. I, I still put Kobe as a – man, overall, I like Dwayne Wade. I like uh, uh, <clears throat> James uh, LeBron James. I like those guys. I like Paul Pierce, but when you got Kobe on your team, man, mm-hmm. the guy who's never, I didn't see, you could talk about he's getting older. Okay, the guy came out of high school, yeah, he's getting older. He's getting older where uh, if you would have went to college for three or four years, or uh, you would say he was done. Mm-hmm. But Kobe's still find a way to play his team in position, win ball games, mm-hmm. whether it's him taking the last shot or somebody else in a position. He has great role players, probably some of the best in the league on a team, uh whereas if he's off, they can still win.
3: Mm-hmm. And again, remember, this guy was just voted uh, player of the week last week, 36 points two uh, uh, points per game. Uh, he got the yeah. Lakers uh, one loss since the All-Star break. This is unbelievable. Uh, they're four games behind the Spurs. The Spurs just lost again last night. They're going to be without the big two again for another week. The Lakers has a chance to catch them as the best overall record and take home, field adan- uh, uh, home court advantage throughout the playoffs.
2: That's good, man. All right, man. We you know we out of time. It's nine fifty nine. nine. We gotta get out of here. Uh as always I appreciate Coach B. Rich still steel host out there. Keep us informed with that. Ken from the ATL. Get on get on the show on time, man, so we can get this thing shopping off. I'm gonna fix me another crown and ginger. I got some ginger left and I know it down there. You got swept and you got know uh I'm saying, I'm Page. Ken does a great job on the fan page. This is Carmel Lasseter Sports. I'm Ty Rich with Ken from the ATL. We'll be back next week. Peace. Go
1: hard. Appreciate it, guys. Oh,
3: Peace.
2: In my